بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد to continue my, with my story of uh, Vishwanath so then this was the first of the uh, series of workshops for that group uh, we did another eight or nine of them and the last of the, after finishing with the whole lot because there were uh, there was a lot of data that came up in that whole workshop data related to work relationships and people and so on and so forth some of which required the organization to take a uh, a serious look at how they were running the show which is the the, the directors of the company and the, the top bosses what i did was i said i will do a half a day orientation course for the directors so that course happened and after the half day uh, all the directors and i we were going off to lunch on the way natrajan who was the who i mentioned yesterday the director of uh, engineering design and a classmate and a colleague of vishwanathan the so called negative guy he came to me and he said mr beg i want to say something to you i said what he said it is to do with vishwanathan i said what happened vishwanathan he said do you remember him i said yeah because srikanth srikanth gave me a whole uh, you know lecture about him he said what i want to say to you is that vishwanathan is a new man completely changed and he said i am telling you this because vishwanathan has been my classmate from uh, or right through iit and then he has been my colleague in this company for you know now over 30 years and uh, you know the whole history i said yes i know the whole history and i said what has he done i mean how, why, what have we changed he said no, your course was great i said no, but thank you but what was he what is it that he has done he said you know he came back from the course he called a meeting of his whole group because he was the he was the group leader um and he said to them he said i have attended this course i have realized what i was doing wrong in my life and i am going to change and i am making all of you my witnesses and i want you to tell me if i am changing or not obviously everybody was extremely skeptical people thought well you know he just come back from the course he's kind of charged up and so on so he's, he's giving us some gyan some uh, you know stuff about what he's going to do well you know who cares uh let's see and then he told them this is what i used to do this is how i used to react now i realize the problem with that so this is how i'm going to react this is how i'm this is what i'm going to do this is how my whole uh operational style will change so obviously he had done his homework he had he had his notes and he wrote it all down on a chart and he said to them i want you to hold me accountable if i don't do all of this stuff that i want you to keep reminding me i don't want you to feel uh you know that if you remind me that i will get offended or something i will not i want you to remind me and say look you said you will do this but you know you didn't do this so do that as i said people were suspicious people were skeptical and so on and so forth so natrajan tells me 
the fantastic thing is that he actually did that. He did this, he told them this, he did this meeting and then he completely changed his style. He said it got to the point where people, he said today, people absolutely, in, in, this, in this time that has passed, people absolutely love the man who they hated. Somebody even asked him, they said, look, why are you doing all this? You know, you have uh, two years left to retirement uh, and then you are gone. The man says, I have two years to retirement. He says, I'm not, I'm not going to die at the end of two years. Right? I've got the rest of my life. And I realize that I have done, uh, you know, things incorrectly in my life. And obviously I have suffered. You guys have also suffered. My apologies. But uh, why should I continue with that? So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to change. And he did that. Now, the point I want to make here is that and I'm giving you a live example, right? The point I want to make here is that change comes from practicing a new way. It doesn't come from knowing about a new way. The Sahaba changed because they changed their way of life. They changed their practice, right? Um, they didn't just talk about it. When they accepted Islam in Makkah, when they accepted Islam, these were people who came from polytheistic families. Most of their family continued to be polytheistic. These were people who were engaged in whatever uh, business or um, other activity that, you know, to, to make a living that they used to do. What they did was, they changed a few things. Firstly, what they did was that they changed their company. They continued to deal with anyone as business customers. So they didn't say we will sell only to Muslims or we buy only from Muslims. No, they, 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 they bought and sold from everybody. What they changed was their social life, so-called, which is that they spent every free moment in the company of Rasulullah and or his Sahaba, other Muslims. Now, this is a very, very major issue that I want to uh, mention to you. I have mentioned this many times before, which is that unless we change the environment in which we live, changing ourselves is always going to be very difficult and maybe impossible. Because whether we like it or not, Rasulullah said, a man is on the deen of his friends. A man or woman is on the deen of their friends, meaning that they will do, you know, monkey see, monkey do. They will, they will see and do what they see their friends seeing and doing. So if anybody is of the opinion that this doesn't apply to them, then I would say, well, you know, uh, you don't understand psychology, whereas Rasulullah did understand psychology. We get colored by our environment. Even those who do not get colored to the extent that they will change themselves feel completely drained in the presence of people who are from a diametrically opposite uh, way of thinking, way of feeling, way of being. I'm sure many of us have felt that uh, when you are focused on the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, when you are focused on when you get charged up and you get enthused and, and inspired by 
listening to the about the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, listening about you know things of that nature and if you are in a in a company group of people who are just uh you know sort of screaming and laughing and and um, and and talking the whole time dunya 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 Elon Musk did this and Jeff Bezos did this and so and so did this and you know what does the Tesla cost and what does this happen and this stock here stock that you feel drained at least I do I mean I to me that's why I don't meet people I do not meet people I don't go to people's places uh, unless I'm sure who it is that I'm meeting I I've, I've actually I've come to the, I've come to a stage in my life where frankly I don't need anybody and therefore I uh, pick and choose who I want to spend my time with and I think it's a very sensible thing to do and anyway. The the long and short of it is that you feel drained completely. You know, you come out of the you come out of that uh, party or that or that evening, and you feel like like you climbed Mount Everest. So you say, "Why am I exhausted? Why am I tired?" You're exhausted and tired because your your soul took a beating, right? Your your soul took a beating. Um, company is absolutely critical, and this is what I want to say to you: that make sure that you are in the right company. If you want to achieve great goals, you have to be with people who are inspiring. You have to be people who have value on struggle. You have to be people who understand uh, what it takes to do wonderful things. If you are in the in, in if if you want to be uh, flying with the condors and with the golden eagles, then you have to stop scratching in the dirt for food with the chickens. I mean, this is absolutely critical, right? Uh, if you want to spend your time scratching in the dirt for for food for worms with chickens, then forget about flying and soaring high on thermals. Uh, it's not going to happen because the two are completely in two, two diametrically opposite directions. If we want the rida of Allah, if we want to be connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we want to be inspired by the life of Rasulullah we have to be with people who are, so, who are themselves so inspired. This is the whole uh, logic behind sohbat. The sahaba became sahaba by the sohbah of Rasulullah if Sahaba was not important, the Sahaba would not have, uh, would Allah Subhanahu wa Taala would not have made them the Sahaba of Prophet Muhammad right? He would have, he would have made them uh, students in in the in the school of Rasulullah Yes, Rasulullah was also their teacher. They were also his his uh, his, his students, uh, but that's not how we refer to them. We don't say Abu Siddiq Radhiallahu was uh, a student of Rasulullah No. He was a Sahabi of Rasulullah And being a Sahabi, being in the Sahaba is far, far higher than being a student because student usually it refers to learning a particular skill or learning a particular branch of knowledge. Whereas Sahaba is to be in the company and imbibe everything that comes from there. It's like, a, it's like soaking, right? What we call total immersion learning. It's even called that in, in, uh, in, in leadership training uh, parlance. Totally immersion, it's like, it's like completely immersing somebody in an environment. That's what the Sahaba did. They got themselves completely immersed in the environment of the company of Rasulullah Of course, we don't have the, the, the advantage of a company of somebody like that, but definitely try to find the, uh, the most, the best people, meaning people who practice Islam correctly. I don't mean people who are just rigid and, and, uh, and, um, you know, that, that's the other problem here today because we have people who think they practice Islam but they're doing something else. So make sure you find the right people but make sure that you are in the company of people who are, whose single point agenda is the rida of Allah. It's the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
I'm not, please notice, I'm not saying be in the company of muftis and, and uh, shuyukhans, no. Somebody who's focused on whether Allah is pleased with them or not. And for that, you don't need a degree in Islam. You don't need hips of Quran. You don't need anything. You just need a heart which is responsive to the hukum of Allah, which loves Allah, which loves Rasulullah and which wants to meet Rasulullah on the day of judgment. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعليه وصحبه أجمعين برحمة الله